1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Time now for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris
2: Kerber. Brought to you by Sliman Brothers, your local appliance expert. Online at slimanbros.com.
0: The St. Louis Blues fall last night in overtime to Winnipeg after uh, an impressive win on Saturday against Nashville. Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN, joining us now as uh, the Blues sit in second place in the Central, third place in the West. Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing?
3: Randy, I'm doing well. I'm I'm sharpening my dad skills this morning. Uh, I got up. And uh, there's a note from my daughter who left for squirrel that said, my necklace fell in the bathroom sink. Can you try and get it out? <laughs> I said, of course I can. So, and how's that going? So it's, well, it's it's going fine. It's just, you know, there's, when you have daughters and the amount of hair that gets down a sink, oh, yeah. you actually have, oh, yeah. have to go remove that trap. Removing that trap is just not a uh, an enjoyable
0: experience. No, but, uh, but it uh, has to be done.
3: Well, it has to be done. You have to say, you have to save the necklace, uh, and as you know, it's become an absolute work of art to be able to untangle those. You know, those necklaces and stuff for your kids. So I'm, I'm glad that I, I mean, I used to be an absolute pro at the claw machine, like in the front of a tennis, you know, so I'm using, I'm putting those goods, everybody said, why would you keep doing that? Well, I'm putting those good skills to use this morning.
2: Well, I want to ask Curves and Randy this. You guys are both excellent girl dads. What's a skill that you now have as a girl dad that you didn't have earlier in your life? Something that you had to acquire to help your daughters? Hmm.
3: Uh, I got three of them. Okay, right. go ahead. Three of them are no brainer. Uh, in their earlier years, uh, I I could, I could get a Barbie doll dressed with my eyes closed. Like (laughs) they come to the side of the bed, dad, can you, yeah, I could, I could get that thing dressed with my eyes. Uh, All right. Number two, uh, number two is like I just said, and this is an important one. Some of those cheap necklace chains, you know, from all that jewelry and stuff, those things tangle up, you get a pair of pinch nose pliers or two of those. And I've, I've become a pro at untangling the necklaces. And then three, I'm telling you, and this is in a house of, uh, three girls a wife and, and two dogs that are also female dogs i know we have a boy fish right my listening skills my listening skills are through the roof right and my, my and i've learned you know and i and i finally just asked the question i go is this a dad reply or a dad listen moment and and once we get that answer we're good
0: yeah, that's good. Curbs, I'm going to go with you with the, the jewelry thing because I get that one uh, on a semi-regular basis. Hey, can you untangle this? Like I'm I'm the one yep. with the biggest hands and the worst vision, <laughs> but I, I get asked to do the, the, the jewelry thing. Uh, Curbs, let's hey, talk.
3: listen, real quick, real quick. I, about, a I don't know, about two months ago, Ava comes in. Christy's out of town with the other two girls. And and Ava, she's she's my 11-year-old. She comes in, and she has a comb. Tangled in the front of her brains, like nothing, or veins, easy to get the word out, Chris, (laughs) bangs, that that you've you've ever seen. And I'm like, how did you do this? She managed to, like, she brushed them down and then decided to start twirling her head like, I don't know, she was dancing to to something. And this thing was so bad, I literally had to get cutters and pliers. And so I didn't cut the hair, was just taking this thing and breaking this comb into about 100 little pieces till it was free. It was one of them, like, (laughs) I mean... It was one of those where, again, if it was my mom who had had nine kids, she'd have just cut your bangs and said, deal with it. But I took the time to to pry it apart. Oh, man, that was something.
2: Well, Kurz, I'm going to try to connect the two. Do you think that the defense situation, particularly Marco Scandella, is a knot and a necklace that Doug Armstrong is going to have to try to untie before the trade deadline?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a fair question. But I don't know that I'd necessarily pin it all and say, uh, you know, Marco Scandella, I— I just, I look at this weekend and we had back to back games where your goaltender played really well and, and you're giving up four goals and, and in both games, you know? And uh, like, I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, like, we can't keep talking about goaltenders and a goaltending problem here. I mean, I thought Jordan Bennington played a pretty good game. I thought Billy Huso played a really good game and you're still giving up seven goals over those last two games. Uh, just defensively, I don't know, like, you get the puck in the corner and you just slide it to the middle of the ice to the blue line. Um, you know, you've got the puck on the power play. You're not getting it up off the glass. And it's, you know, like, like Colton Pareko's pass to, I believe, Brandon Saad. I don't know if Brandon Saad was expecting that play. So there's some of that predictability, that accountability that you hear talked about all the time that just isn't happening the way that it it's supposed to happen. And you can see what happens there. If if a play is made and, and a forward is expecting it to go off the glass, but it doesn't, that causes problems, things like that. So, yeah, I I still think that there are some defensive issues that that have to be addressed here, and uh, we'll know over the course of the week. Now, I've talked to a couple people that said so far, you know, from not just the Blues, but around the league, especially in the Western Conference with even Winnipeg, you know, being just five, six points out of a a playoff spot, that uh, the the phones have been kind of quiet so far.
0: That's interesting. Curbs, meanwhile, when you look at uh, last night, you, you'd love to give the Blues the benefit of the doubt because it was their third game in four nights, but it was Winnipeg's third road game in four nights. So even though the Blues go into the third period with the lead and you say, okay, well, they might be fatigued, Winnipeg was in a similar situation, although they didn't play on Saturday.
3: Yeah, and, and you know what, Randy? Look, th- these guys are conditioned enough. I I, I watched that game last night, and, and what what struck me is the fact that that used to never that, – that over the last couple of years has not been an issue. The second game of back-to-backs, that's when you dominated teams. That's when you really took it to teams. And the Blues this year are 2-3-2. and two. You know, I mean, we're finding pretty good reasons why this team hasn't won this game or surrendered this leader, surrendered that. And in the end, it just comes down to execution. And then we're not just always talking the young players. Look, when you're relying on younger guys, three-, four-year players – to play major roles with your team, whether it be, say, Amikola playing in the top pairing with Pareko, whether it be, you know, the the added roles of Cairo, of you know, and Thomas, you know, back-to-back games, you know, in overtime with Cairo and Thomas where they're on the ice for the for the game-deciding goal against, right? You're going to have those growing pains, and the only way to get through them is that guys have to learn, and that's, that's the challenge. So you're going to lose some games because of that. But what we're seeing right now is they're losing some games because of the veterans not making plays, and that's mm-hmm. that's what that's what makes you, you know, open your eyes. Now, look, and I know, I, look, it's not all bad. You're in second place. You've got a three point lead on the other teams. You're just in the dogfight, and when you're getting good enough goaltending to win, you've got to find a way to make it happen, and 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 you've just got to make better plays. This team is well coached. They're well prepared. Um, they, they just need better execution, and I don't think excuses of fatigue or any of that stuff. Uh, really should be part of it.
2: At Curbs, it was a disappointing loss yesterday, even though the Blues did gain, gain a point. But I guess one of my big takeaways over the past three games is after that four-game losing streak where the energy oftentimes wasn't there for the Blues, I really appreciate the way that they came out from an energy standpoint the past three games. Is that a takeaway that you have as well?
3: Well, I think the important thing, it is, and I think the important thing is look at the level of competition they're playing again. And that, that to me, is, is the big deal there. But I, I just think that you played so many games in a row against the Eastern Conference, and they were so many of the bottom dwellers that I think it's hard to keep, you know, the game sharp. It's just because you're, you're playing teams that they're they're not as good, they're not as structured. The games get scrambly. I, I'll guarantee you, our players will tell you that at times it's it's easier to play the Nashville Predators than it is the Ottawa Senators, yeah, and 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 it's easier to play Colorado than it is the Ottawa Senators. And and because you know what's coming, you know the style. And I think that that the Blues kind of have marked well and gotten up well for that. It was a a heck of a game in Nashville. Both teams are good. Both teams playing with so much on the line. I mean, what a first-round matchup that could end up being. And then, uh, you know, again, a a solid effort and a pretty good effort last night against the the Winnipeg Jets. Just had some moments of of lack of clarity with some bad execution. But that's going to keep going. You've got Pittsburgh coming in on on Thursday you'll go to Columbus they're better than the record really shows they are that East is just weird the separation between the uh, eight and the ninth spot and then and then you you're going into Washington so you're going to have to keep that level up if you're going to continue to run and hold on to second place
0: curbs I have a tendency because I'm, I'm rather optimistic to focus on the positive statistics for the blues but one thing that kind of stands out for me is that for a team built on puck possession, they're 18th in the league in faceoff percentage, faceoff win percentage at 49.3. And that's that's not a great way to possess the puck is when you're less than 50% winning faceoffs.
3: Well, and that's a, that's a bit of a staggering stat, Randy, when you consider the fact that over the last three years, it's a team that's typically been top five. Mm-hmm. And that has been a problem. They lost both overtime faceoffs last night uh, two or three of them, as a matter of fact, and and th- that's a big difference. They never got except the one possession of the puck in overtime. That's one of the reasons that the Blues has had they, they've had a dismal one and six record in overtime, and and faceoff wins and possession is a big part of that, without a doubt. The faceoffs have been a lot worse this year than they have been, you know, in in other years. And you know, again, now Robert Thomas has had a pretty good year on the faceoff compared to his his numbers. Ryan O'Reilly's are pretty good. You just haven't had the consistency. I think the rest of the way through the lineup, and uh, and and it, it's a bit of an issue here. So, and that what does that lead? Well, you lose the faceoff. That has you defending a little bit more, doesn't it? And if you're struggling defensively as a team, you know you're going to pick the puck out of your net a couple of times. And 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 that's what's happened to this team.
0: Yeah. One final thing, Curbs. You mentioned to the veterans, David Perron has gotten hot. Well, the, there are some veterans that are struggling for the Blues. Perron has picked up his game here in the last few weeks. Yeah, I think he's
3: taking a little bit of time to get over that concussion, that injury, but then he's kind of back to winning the, uh, the 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 battles along the boards, which is the key to the success of his game, and then it's resulting in goals, and that's that's really good to see. The other story, guys, and this I, I think it's a great one. It, it, it's it probably deserves more attention, but the season that Vladimir Tarasenko is having is a really doggone good one. It is, and and yeah, look, he, he's not going to hit forty goals but but he has really done some great stuff this year And for him over the last two games he needed two points against nashville and he tied pavel demetra f- uh for sixth all-time on the Blues scoring list he gets three more points last night now has 496 points as a blue that ties him with alexander steen for fifth all-time which by the way that i mean again when alexander steen retired he was fifth all-time in scoring for the blues that just just another thing in steeners had there but But Vladimir Tarasenko is now tied with him. So he's four points away from the 500-point plateau. And it's it's been a heck of a year for him, too. Those are two really good veterans that the Blues have relied on, he and David Perron.
0: No doubt. Curbs, enjoy your couple of days off here. The Penguins in town on Thursday. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Have an awesome week. You too. That is the Voice of the Blues here on
1: 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Grifols Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifolsplasma.com.